Hello and welcome to episode four of the Flatpak Company audio show. Uh, in this episode, we'll be running a Q&A. So Angus and I sitting here, we've got a few questions that have come through Instagram. Um, yeah, hope you enjoy. Uh, so question number one, how did you present yourself to the bank having minimal assets to borrow on? Um, so Angus and I haven't borrowed any money to, to start this venture. Um, it's all been sort of self-raised funds. Uh, we started with the second-hand beds, which we produced a bit of capital from, which we then pushed into this and and sort of set it up like that. Essentially, bootstrapped the business, um, which yeah, which means we didn't um, have to sort of show our assets to the bank, or we didn't need to use the bank at all, um, because I think we would have struggled. Would you agree, Angus? That we, yeah, yeah, like, as, a, as a student with no assets, no. Income. Um, income. I, I don't think a bank would, would take you on, but um, we might be wrong. Yeah, I don't think that they would. You'd need some sort of collateral, which would be usually a house, a house mortgage or mm. um, some sort of fixed income. Um, and then we've talked about in previous podcasts that how we bootstrapped it and that it was a positive cash flow model and everything like that. So go have a listen to that if you haven't already. Yeah, just, just to reiterate, what we do is um, all of our items are pre-sold. And then we, d- we then take that accumulated cash and place the order with our supplier. Um, and, and yeah, it's sort of all positive cash flow in, in that regard. Yeah, and which allows the business to grow um, as well. We make changes to the business using the money that's coming yeah. in from sales yeah. as well. Building, building the website, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. So requires no startup capital. Well, requires a very minimal startup capital to get the thing off the ground and i.e. no uh, loan from the bank. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's just the way we've done it. Yeah, yeah. Um, how did you this next question that's come through is how did you convince the bank that it was profitable and a low risk business so I guess again um, very similar answer we haven't borrowed any um, capital so we didn't need to convince anyone that it was um, a viable business model that needed some someone to back mm. and, and saying that though we did um, meet up with the bank initially um, to talk through the idea set up a, a business account etc um that was that was a really awesome meeting mm. and, and banks are, are, are good like that and i guess they see potential in, in someone as well and who knows in 10 years time who knows what angst and i will be doing and whether we might need capital from the bank and they might be willing to help us out yeah exactly yeah so it's that relationship that we've established with the bank early on um is the only thing that is there at the moment yeah that will yeah. potentially could yeah. grow into something else yeah yeah, yeah sure uh, question number three: What are your future plans with the company? Um, keep running it, even after you finish university. Hire people to run it for you. Sell it? Question mark or grow it into something bigger? Um, so, I'm about to finish university. I'll be done at the end of this year, hopefully. <laughs> um, Angus has still got one more semester, but our plans for the next couple of years is definitely to keep running this business, keep trying to grow it. Um, it's something that we will look to move full time into. I will look to move full time into come the end of the year, um, and at this stage we don't we're not at a at, at a point to need to hire anyone. But if we get to that point, if we scale that quickly, then um, for sure we'll, we'll hire people and and keep trying to grow up. Yeah, I think we sort of started this podcast as well to show people that this isn't you know some like side hustle that we've started and you know it's just going to sort of dither into nothing as we leave university because we both came to university um obviously wanting to get a degree to progress into a probably a corporate job with finance and accounting 
Um, but this has completely taken over all plans um, for that, isn't it? Really? Yeah. yeah. Um, which is a, which is awesome. It's exciting. And um, yeah, we started this podcast to show people that and show people that if you do have an idea, jump on it because it's not. Um, it can change the career, your career path or where you're headed. So yeah, I mean, at, at this stage, well, hopefully by the end of the year, it's viable to to live from, which means we will be able to move full time into it. If not, I'll probably end up getting a a part-time job to stay afloat for the few for the few months it's not viable yeah we well, won't have um student loan coming in yeah, anymore yeah. <laughs> but as, as soon as as soon as it is viable um yeah I'll, I'll be pretty keen to go full-time on it yeah and i've got so yeah i've got one more semester down here in dunedin um and i'm just biting at the bit to get it done and get up to wherever we might be um and get a space and and really rip it yeah for sure move full-time into it yeah um the next question is uh first sales how did you go about them with the imported beds um so the first sales far out let me think back the first sales came in around it would have been what april or may yeah april may so or may probably may june what what i think what we ended up doing initially was you know we had this idea to sell beds into the student market um, the issue we had was there was no time frame on when uh, when students needed to purchase by and we would tell them you know there's limited quantity um, even though there wasn't at the time um, and just really trying to push sales over the edge yeah and I think maybe one of the first one of the first 10 sales probably came from when we went and talked at Cumberland College that's right we got up in front of Cumberland College, which is one of the halls down here in Dunedin. That's where Cam and I both went, so we sort of had a bit of an in yeah. to be able to get in front of them. Yeah. 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 The other ones are a bit... Um, iffy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we just stood up in front of the 300 residents of Cumberland and explained our idea and, and why it was important that they jumped on board early. Yeah. Um, and I think maybe we got a couple sales out of well, that night after doing that, which yeah. was awesome yeah, I, I remember yeah, yeah yeah it was cool it's sort of up until you sell your first product it's like it's you don't know if it's viable or not you don't know if the market actually wants it um you know friends can say they want it etc but hasn't been validated yeah hasn't by been sale. Validated. and as soon as it that first sale came out it was one of the coolest feelings yeah yeah, yeah it was cool and I, I think as you said before we were doing things like trying to push people um to buy beds like you know buy beds buy beds buy beds and that's how we originally started and like Think about the growth that we've had um, with understanding what creates sales since yeah. then. You know, yeah. like yeah. we have such such a bigger co- uh, focus on culture, for example, um, that it was indirectly bringing in more sales than pushing as, something down someone's yeah, throat as, yeah, ever as, would. Even as, though you know, so even though we had gone out of our way and designed this bed um, somewhat, and we knew it was good for them, we, like they we knew they needed it. But I don't think they knew they needed it. They didn't know that what, for sure. Yeah, a big thing we have learned is to make sure that the customer understands the problem because we're trying to sell them something that is a as like beds are a problem for them. But when we sell the good to them, they don't know it's a problem yet. Yeah. Um. So a big part of our marketing that we've learned to do is to sell the problem. Yeah. Um. Which which would probably yeah just moving back to that question is how did you go about selling the bed? Hmm. Um going back or looking back on it how we should have done it is probably sell sell the problem to the customer yeah. first and being really authentic as well and and being telling the yeah. truth about yeah. around what is 
what are we solving why is it a problem right right yeah 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 would agree uh the next question is oh a bit of a personal question uh what do your parents do and were they supportive of your big picture thinking uh well my dad is a wool buyer so he imports and exports sheep's wool um making really cool products all around the world like indoor shoes and um yeah just heaps and heaps of different stuff which is pretty cool and my mum has her own beauty therapy company where she is um self-employed working for the company uh she used to work from home and now she's got a sell on on high street in Rangura, north canterbury um so yeah so she does that and growing up uh we've all, there's always been a bit of a entrepreneurial buzz in the house with mum having her own business and then um my brother and myself started a possum fur company growing up um and my dad was really supportive of that the idea was to pay for our university tuition originally um and then it sort of grew and grew from there uh, and now my brother and my dad still run that company. Um, so answering the question of um, were they supportive of your big picture thinking, I think that, uh, well, definitely, 100% um, they were. Uh, but I think also there, there wasn't really much option, you know. I was always, you know, thinking big and telling them what I was thinking and stuff. I can imagine at the start it was probably, you know, Jesus, what, what, have, we got, what have we got here? <laughs> Um, you know, um, but yeah, I mean, here we are now. So, um, I've never, yeah, yeah, no, I've never, I've never ever felt from my parents that they've said, oh, you know, don't, don't think like that or get a corporate job or anything like that. I, when I come home and I say, uh, I'm no longer applying to these firms, um, to work for, you know, Cam and I are going to do this. This is what we're going to do. It's a hundred percent support. So yeah, been happy as. Cool. Um, yeah, my parents are both dairy farmers in the Waikato and we've sort of, oh, I've got a brother and a sister and we've always had, um, sort of a business background. Um, mum and dad have, or had a, a farming business for the last 20, 25 years. Um, so it's always been part of our childhood and I think up until university, I didn't really think that big until I met Angus and I, honestly like yeah um yeah when I met you and I started thinking going wow like there's all this work this world of entrepreneurship out there um I, I want to be a part of that like it looks pretty cool and got stuck in and we had a few late nights um in Cumberland um like we talked about in previous episodes but yeah um getting back to the question were they supportive of big picture thinking I was never around when I lived at home. I wasn't sort of there until probably I moved into university in my first year. Uh, but we have you know, awesome conversations and they're very supportive of everything I do and everything my brother and sister does as well. And yeah, I think I think they are definitely supportive of, of the big picture thinking. I think it's a different, it's a lot different for us in our day and age than it was for them growing up. Like the barriers to entry of, of e-commerce is well, e-commerce wasn't even a thing when they were around, but um, in terms of starting a business, the barriers are much lower, um, and it's a lot easier for us to start a business than it was for them in their day. So, yeah, I, I, they're definitely, definitely supportive of, of everything I do. I think every generation that sort of goes through has sort of been getting closer and closer to the point that our generation is at. Don't Would you agree that, um, you know, our parents' parents uh, were very stuck in the way of, 
you know, like you, if you went to university, then you then you go and get a job, or if you don't go to university, you know, you do a trade, and that and that's that. Then you've sort of got these like you know spurts of um, entrepreneurialism that you know goes around <laughs> yeah. our, in our parents' generation, and what that leads to is, I guess, our generation and. We've, I mean, we have the internet to thank for that more than anything. Um, the barriers of entry to entry are, are, are so low, and then so you've got you know these the parents that are supportive and the parents that aren't supportive. So I think we've got to, we're both sitting here with parents that are supportive yeah, of that, um, you know, willingness to not go and get corporate jobs and, and stuff like that. And yeah, and some and somewhat, um, I guess, are aware of the risk of, of doing that as well. But um, yeah, yeah, telling us to go for it, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's cool to be around that that environment. Yeah, but if you have if you had parents that were um, not supportive of it, then it's about having an open conversation with them, I guess you know. Yeah. Um, and backing yourself. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. There's so if I mean if if your parents aren't supportive, you should go and find someone, go and find a mentor who believes in you. Yeah, that is good. <laughs> that is good. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Is that happy with that question? Um, next question: What is the closest thing that uh, how would you back from starting? Um, I, for me, it was never the probably the closest thing that held us back from starting initially would have been that we had an exam in two days time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really? Yeah, true. Um, yeah. Apart from with that, the, with the second hand beds right at the start. Yeah, Is that right at the start. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, apart from that, not once did I think uh, it's a bit risky or um, I don't have time or. I'll wait till the end of university to start something. Um, you know, I, I think throughout throughout that first year, Angus and I, you know, we had conversations, and we were looking for the next thing. Yeah. And this so happened to be it. And I think looking back, it's the classic example of when you look back to where the start was. You know, your vision of what the company was going to look like in a year or two years' time is completely different to what it oh, is now. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of like there's. A lot of places where we probably were quite naive around. I had no idea. Yeah, no, no yeah. idea. When it was just secondhand beds, and then it was secondhand beds in Dunedin, and then it was new beds in Dunedin, and then it was, you know, yeah. And now we're doing Auckland this year. Yeah, yeah. It was it was moving really quick when we first started out, and I guess when you when you start, you you don't know what you don't know, and it's a matter of just starting and learning as you go. And we learned as we went, and and yeah, we we oh, you hope you learn quick and don't run into too many big road bumps yeah yeah yeah, yeah i'd agree um the next the next question is a bit of a flow on as well how did how did you overcome doubt uh and undermining your abilities to be successful um yeah again it was so exciting going through the processes of starting the company and going through the processes of learning what you know works and what doesn't work just made me not think about do I have the ability to do it? It was more. I'm so excited to be on this train. Yeah. Um. I'm not jumping off. Yeah. Um. Sure. And it's like so many times people get to a roadblock and stop, and yeah. don't overcome that block in the road. Or take ages to overcome it. Yeah. If yeah. you just hammer it and just make sure you know you put a timeline on, put a deadline on getting that thing done that's yeah. stopping you from progressing. Um. As soon as you get past that thing, it's exciting again. You know. Mm. Um, so I guess it's just yeah about moving quick and and enjoying a, the ride. Yeah, a good way to do that I find is um I think you're the you're the same Cam is say let's say the deadline's in forty eight hours that you set yourself like this needs to be 
dealt with you know before then in that 48 hours you are rattling rattling your brain trying to come up with the best alternative to get over that and during that you come up with you know some average idea um and you so you just if you write that idea down and you say well if i don't come up with anything better than this that's what we're doing you know and then that allows you to move quick and looking back like at the time you're in that 48 hours and you're thinking you know shit this this really matters if i get this i make sure i need to get this right but looking back it's like you know that average idea did just fine and probably just as good as any other idea would have done yeah classic example for us is one of the probably the biggest roadblock we've come across so far is finding a supplier Um, you know after we were on the phone with um these chinese manufacturers um, and it was a it was a bloody nightmare. Uh, it could have been so easy to just go like you know, as a couple of eighteen year olds, it's it's just too hard to to do it right now. Yeah, um, takes too much time. Um, we just we can't get over this road bump. Um, but it was a matter of finding an alter- alternative to that. Yeah. Um, the other thing, the other part of that question is, um, did you ever undermine your abilities to be successful? You, I, I would just, I would suggest so much, and would recommend just to back yourself. Oh. Yeah, hundred percent. Like everyone, everyone's got two arms, two legs, one brain. You know, like the the accessibility to information in this day and age is so vast, and you can learn so quickly that I, you know I, you should be educating yourself on stuff anyway. I think that's it. Just a matter of of learning as quick as you can. Yeah, and just moving fast. Yeah, and and, and even if you're not someone that is driven by that, then there's there's you can always fake it till you make it. I mean, you can. And yeah. a good example of that is Shoe Dog. Um, by Phil Knight, the Nike book. Um, I mean, like, yes, he's a, a very smart guy from a top school in America, but if you read that book, you'll, uh, you'll understand what I'm talking about. It was a big fake it till you make it sort of stuff. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Um, next question we've got, how do the mattresses come in boxes? That's a, that's a good question, actually, because it's uh, an interesting one. So what happens from the manufacturer's point of view is they build these mattresses and... So they build 300 of them, and then as they package them, they vacuum compress the mattress and roll it and put it inside a box. And it can stay in that box for up to six months without the springs being damaged. Um, the beauty of, it, of this is that when they come from China to New Zealand, you can fit 600 in a container of within these boxes rather than you know 30 or 40 mattresses that are big open things that aren't in boxes. Um, so that that's one reason these mattresses and beds are so affordable is because we cut massive costs around shipping because we can do 600 in a container, not 30. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the best way to bring in mattresses by far. Yeah. And that's... the fact that they've got a six-month um, window where they don't lose their shape or anything like that when they when they come out um, is yeah, that's pretty ideal. That's that's phenomenal, really. Like, yeah, yeah jump on YouTube and, and search up how they vacuum compress mattresses yeah it's it's, it's pretty cool yeah yeah all yeah that's cool um next question yeah uh what what is it what are you guys going to do when you leave university oh classic um touched on this we've touched on this obviously just before um cam finishes at the end of the year i finish one semester behind him um in that window uh that we've got where i'm still at university i'm going to be working my butt off at my desk um, to try and keep up with the hours that this man's going to be churning out <laughs> while while finishing my couple of papers that I've got lagging on the end of my degree. Um, yeah, lo and behold, if I, fin- if I make 
Better make sure I do finish those. Um, <laughs> no, dropped, I will. You've dropped out once already. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't drop out. I, pa- I paused. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's. I'm gonna be working my butt off, butt off to keep the hours up. Um, we're both going full time flat pack, full time this new venture. Yeah, yeah. Like um, we might as well talk about yeah. that. We touched on it yeah. before. So um, um, we've got flat pack at the moment, and, and it's reasonable, somewhat set up. Um, still lots of work to be done, but. We're in the early stages of, of getting a new venture up and running. Um, hopefully by March next year, it'll have launched. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll keep you guys up to date on that, on how that's tracking. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to touch on what it is? Just a bit yeah. of a, this is hot off the press. This yeah. is the first time we've announced this, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's um, another another um, venture within the furniture industry. It's a real, it's a, it's a flow on from the Flatpak company. Yeah, yeah. It'll be it's set a, up in its, in its own, under its own name. Um, but the target market being first home buyers or you know students aspiring young yeah. professionals yeah yeah in the corporate scene or that have some disposable income more disposable income than students that are moving around the country yeah yeah going from university say or whatever the stage of life is into their new professional settled area yeah um, <laughs> where they have you know they've got an apartment or a house yeah. and That's they a great, need a bed great way to put it yeah um, so yeah we're looking to start off with um, mattresses and frames, bed frames, and then looking to move um, sort of further into bedroom furniture and eventually into um, household furniture. So yeah, don't drop, don't 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 disclose too much. Keep them <laughs> keep them guessing. Yeah, yeah. So so that's that's our plan. Come the end of this year and, yeah. and June June next year. And we're really trying to practice what we preach, aren't we? Yeah. Sit down and preach all this on the on the on the microphone, and then put it to the test go when and, we do it yeah, again. Yeah, go and do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I mean, we've learned so much over the last eighteen months, so it's not like we're starting from zero. Which, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, we're, we're at least we're starting somewhere now. Not That's right. Not not back at zero. Oh yeah. Um, last question: Do you guys hire people? How many people are on your team? Delivery drivers logistics people etc um so right now sounds like someone's trying to steal our business model (laughs) (laughs) um right now angus and i want the blueprint (laughs) right now angus and i are sort of (laughs) part-time slash full-time on on the flat pack um we've got one guy in wellington nickton holt who's sort of the operations manager um and looks after our team of ambassadors um, so another part is we've got about 30 ambassadors across the country who uh, I, I probably wouldn't say they're employees, but they work sort of on behalf of, of the company on sort of a commission basis. Um, and then come December, January, February, we will employ sort of delivery drivers and probably have an admin person um, to oversee the deliveries happening. Um, so we'll have maybe a couple drivers in each region um, just for that sort of December, January, February period. But apart from that, it's just Angus and I grinding. Yeah, yeah 100%. Cool. Um, that's how we want to keep it as well. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah. It's good. Couple of couple of people, couple of laptops. Yeah. Students, students helping students. Exactly, yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. So yeah, we'll uh, wrap it up with that motorbike going around in the background. Uh, <laughs> uh, cool. And yeah, thanks, thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you've got any more questions, click them through and yeah, we'd be keen to do another Q&A podcast. But we hope you enjoyed. Cheers. Sure.